Fran fam, what's going on? Listen, before we start this podcast episode, I have a very, very small favor to ask of each and every single one of you guys. I appreciate the support that all of you have been showing for the podcast up until this point, but we want to try and get these episodes out to as many people as possible. And how we do that on the audio side is by leaving a review and dropping a five-star rating. So if you've been a consistent listener of the pod, please, before we get this episode started, it only takes a couple of seconds, leave a review. It could be a two-word, three-word, four-word review or just leave a rating do something to get the word out so that we can get the marvin francois show to more listeners moving forward outside of that love you guys appreciate the support but without further ado let's get into this episode my funding sequence is not necessarily determined on banks okay it is determined on the credit reporting agencies okay so I say PNC, I say Truist, I say KeyBank, I say American Express. I'm, I'm naming those same ones. But what I'm really saying in, in my head is PNC, they pull from Experian. Truist, they pull from Equifax. Um, BMO, they pull from TransUnion, mm-hmm. right? BMO Harris, all right? They pull from TransUnion. So I just gave you three regional banks that pull from three different credit agencies, right? So now you're only getting one inquiry per credit report. So technically, you just raised on the low end, if it was $10,000 per bank, you just raised yourself $30,000 only using technically one inquiry. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the Marvin Francois Show, your number one source for all things business, finance, and investing. And today is a very special day because our guest today is a man that needs no introduction. He's a father, husband, philanthropist, mentor, entrepreneur, and investor, but above all else, he's a student of the game. He's the owner and founder of Bella Sloan Enterprises and the owner and founder of Olivia Monroe Enterprises. And in 2022, he was able to fund $65 million. I'm going to say that again and I'm going to say it slow because I want to make sure you heard me. $65 million for entrepreneurs and investors all across the country. Okay. When you talk business funding, you can say a whole lot of names. But if you don't say this gentleman's name right here, you're probably not saying much at all. To some, he's known as Mr. Audio Circle. And to others, he's known as Mr. Success Loves Receipts. But to me... He's one of the biggest reasons why I have the platform that I have today, which is why I would be remiss if I didn't bring him on. I'm here with the one, the only, Mr. Herman Dulce, a.k.a. the Haitian CEO. What's going on, family? How are you? Come on. That was amazing. Come on. Come on. I'm sweating now. Come on, bro. How are you, family? I'm feeling good, bro. That was good. Now you really made me nervous. I know you're going to be all right. That was very good. Thank you. Best intro I've ever got. There you go. There you go. How's how's everything? How was the trip? Everything here? is good. Bali was amazing. I'm refreshed and I'm really crushed the second half. Back of to work, but still smelling like a vacation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy to have you on, man. Um, you know, first and foremost, I meant everything I said in the intro. Um, and I wanted to make sure I stayed at home here. It, put the camera on me. When y'all see the Marvin Francois show, when you see Marvin Francois, you know, in credit space and stuff like that, it starts with this man right here. I remember back in 2020, that was, if you remember, I came from a comedic background. Oh. Right. I came from a comedic background and that year was a lot for me. I just had a lot of different things going on and I decided I was going to stop doing comedy. I was getting into something entrepreneurially related and I was bouncing around all year long. I did everything. I did real estate, crypto, selling T-shirts, like everything from top to bottom. And I just didn't really find something that like worked with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. September came and at the time I had already known about you. We got connected through Greg. Like that's how I found out about you. Yeah. Shout out to my guy, Greg Plazier. Yeah. And then um, at the time, you had did your first live credit repair class. Yes, yeah. Changed my life. Yeah. Just because that was my first time just being in it. First off, I'm I'm in the room and I'm doing the math. I'm like, I paid 1500 to be here. It's like 100 <laughs> people in this room. Everybody did this, the math. This mug just made a bag. Yes. You understand? But more importantly than that, just being, that was like my first like mentorship experience. Right. 
and more so than the information, I just got connected with a lot of individuals that I still you know, mastermind with that I still build with that I'm still connected with till this day. And that was the stepping stone that started this channel. That was a stepping stone that got me to this platform. So when I say I would be remiss if I didn't bring you on here, I'm not just saying it because it sounds good. I'm saying it because it's the truth. Right. And um, I know you get your flowers often, but I just wanted to tell you that too. Personally, thank you for, mm -hmm. you know, just laying the foundation and help me to get here, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. that. And there's very, very, there's a, there's a few, there's a few, there's more than a few mentees. Mm -hmm. That have taken the information, and you know my favorite word, they executed on it. There you go. So I remember after you left, and then Greg was calling me. He's like, yo, man, Marvin's snapping. Mm -hmm. And then I, I was like, oh, let me follow him on Instagram. I have, I'm not following him. Right. And then, then the YouTube channel, then half a million views on one video later. And yep. I, it was crazy. Bro, yeah. I cannot tell you how many experience 24-hour mm -hmm. removal Late. Bro, I have a I have a shortcut in my phone. I love it. I'm like, hey, uh, oh, you want to get the inquiries off? Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. And I just send it. Like, it's in the mentorship portal. I have Crazy. it. Crazy. I have it there. Oh, y'all want to get your inquiries off? I want you to watch this video. I appreciate it. Thank it's, you, man. It's wild what you have done, man. It's incredible. So I'm proud of you too, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it's, it, man. It's amazing. Thank you for coming on. And uh, this is a long time in the making. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, I know... I know uh, a lot about you. For mm -hmm. There may be some people who may be watching this right now, listening to this right now, who don't know about you. So I took a little bit of some time now to introduce you. I'll give you a chance to introduce yourself, let the people know who you are, where you're from, what you do, and how you got your start. So Herman Dalsey, a.k.a. Haitian CEO, um, born in Brooklyn. There Not a lot of people know that. Born in Brooklyn, but Philly raised me. I moved. To, my parents moved us, me and my brother, Kevin and Kara, to Philly when I was like 11, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, went to Temple University, got my degree there, and then got my master's from Lincoln University. Um, I, I got into the social work space. Um, wasn't making any bread. I was making like twenty nine five, thirty nine five. You know, yeah. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty. Mm -hmm. um, and then shout out to a good friend of mine, Charlene. Um, we're like frenemies. Um, we always okay. tease. We always tease each other. That's my girl, though. So she said something interesting to me that changed my life, right? When mm -hmm. you that that one thing that really changed your life, she's like, "You'll you'll only make as much money mm -hmm. as your clients do." Mm. Right? Okay. She was an attorney. Mm -hmm. Right? High-level attorney. So she makes what her clients make, right? Or a portion of it. And I was a social worker. Mm -hmm. What do what the clients that I'm serving, I was a case manager. My my clients literally don't make any money. Right. So that's why I was making twenty nine five. I was making thirty nine five. Shout out to my social workers who's really killing that job out there because it's a rough job. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, they're, they're, she's totally right. So I had to pivot what I wanted to do for a living or uh how to make money, but I didn't know how to do that yet. I just know I needed different clients. Mm -hmm. Um fast forward to me getting married. Went on a baby moon with Janelle. She was pregnant with Bella, thus Bella Sloan Enterprises, the company that I founded. And while I was overseas, I was like, um, I'm watching Janelle. She's sleeping. We're on a high-speed train to Pisa, right? And I was like, dang, I use all my vacation time to be here. Like, two weeks, gone, right? Because you just can't go to Italy for, like, three days. Right. Um, and then I said it to my brother. I was like, man... I gave all my time to be here. When Bella's born, I can't spend any time with her. He's like, and you know the famous line, I've told this story a hundred times, unless you own your own, you'll never be free. That's what my brother told me. So I was like, well, I don't know what to sell. I don't know what to do. I'm not an entrepreneur. I did a couple of real estate deals, but I'm not, I'm not that dude. Mm -hmm. He was like, you're fixing people credit for free. Stop doing that. They're going to pay somebody. They might as well pay you. So the same people I was doing for free, I was like, hey, let me post your results on the internet, on God's internet. And they was like, sure, no problem. And then people started coming in and 
I was charging people $200 for mm -hmm. credit repair at that time. And the rest is history. Then you want to learn your craft. And you know how YouTube is. You, you go down that path and then the algorithm keeps spitting things out to you. And then business credit came. I studied business credit, came back and told my people about it. And it's been absolutely gangbusters. Just been zooming ever it's since. It's been zooming ever since, yeah. How did you even find out about just credit and credit repair in the first place? Because... You're of Haitian descent. I'm of Haitian descent. Right. Were you taught that growing up? Because I know for me and even for a lot of other people who are watching this who come from, you know, first generation immigrant families, our only financial literacy classes under our roof was save your money. Don't go broke. Right. Like, right. Nobody really taught me about credit. And if they did talk to us about credit, it was really just, you know, save it for, you know, it's for emergency and gas. And that was it. So <laughs> who who essentially, I guess, was your mentor, your introduction to credit and credit repair? So mentorship came extremely later in life. Right. Okay. So. Um, I will say this, though, about my father. Um, my father worked in New York and came every day back to Philly, like um, driving back. Right. Um, every Friday, my dad would call me into his man cave and he's like, hey, we got to pay bills every Friday, every Friday. bro. <laughs> right. So he get he got paid every Friday mm -hmm. and he's like, OK, we got to pay your tuition because he put us in private school. All right, we got to pay the water bill. We got to pay the mortgage. And he would show me, he's like, this is what I made today. This is what I made this week. I made $1,000 this week. I made $600 this week. So this week we have to pay the water bill and the gas bill. So he was like, write the check. He's like, you see the gas bill is 400. He's like, write the check for 400. So I will write the check for $400. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course he would sign it. I would put an envelope, put a stamp on it. Right. And it was my job to walk to the mailbox and I, I wasn't, I didn't under, my dad wasn't teaching me financial literacy at that time. He was just teaching me how to be a man. Right. Like you got to pay the bills. This right. is your responsibility. Gotta you got to be a provider. But that was the closest he gave me financial literacy. When it came to credit and all that other stuff, how to save money, invest money, he wasn't literate in those things. Right. And this is why I talk about auditing your circle, because as much as I love him, right, he could not, that's my dad's eighth grade education was as far as he could take me. Right. As far as he can take me. So I had to get a new circle for them to teach me new things. How I got into credit was this, bro. My dad wasn't good with credit. He got an American Express credit card. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was first trying to buy my first investment home, that credit card was on my credit report. Mm. Right? And my credit was shot. It was the first time I'm looking at my credit. I was like, I've never had a I've never had this before. Mm. And then so I called up the credit bureaus. I was like, this is not my this is not mine. Mm. And it was like, aren't you Herman Dulcie? I'm like, yeah, but I'm Herman Dulce Jr. Mm. And it was like, um, weren't you born on this date, this date, 1954? I'm like, no, I was born in 1981. Mm. And it was like, what? It was like, well, that, that can't be yours. I'm like, yeah, it's not mine. So it was a simple phone call. A lot Now it's a lot harder to get things oh, yeah, off yeah, your credit yeah, report. Yeah, 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 but from that simple phone call, they removed it from my credit report and my scores jumped up. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. And it's been ball game ever since. So then I started teaching people this game. I was like, yo, if there's a mistake on your credit report, you know you can get it off. Mm -hmm. So with my little friends and family, I was just teaching them game, learning about credit. Even before YouTube was popping, I was just learning about it. And then that's just little things that I knew. And that's why my brother was like, yo, you know this stuff. You should start charging people for it. Then I started honing my skills by learning about it, learning about the FCRA, little things like that. Um, and then just the rest is history. Yeah, just right been rocking ever since. So that was the introduction to credit and credit repair right right but when like i said uh, earlier and like i know and like you know when people talk business funding when people talk business credit right if there are three names that come up yours got to be one of them I appreciate right that. so now where where does the transition happen or where does the elevation as a matter of fact happen from all right i'm in credit repair to now i'm helping people get funded how does that come about it was actually a natural progression because 
once somebody's credit is fixed, what do they do now? Mm-hmm. Right? You got to go get credit. You got to go get funding for whatever you need. Whether it's, hey, I'm, usually when we our credit is good, we go buy a house or we go buy a car. Mm-hmm. Right? Not knowing that, hey, you can take that same money and you can invest it in something that makes you money to pay for that house, to pay for that car. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, when I was learning about credit and YouTube is really popping, it, it, it brought me to business funding. And I actually learned it hard on the spot mm-hmm. because I was um, flipping my first real estate deal. Mm-hmm. Maxed out all my credit cards, bro. And Bank of America shut down my credit card. This is your per- on a personal side. On a personal side. I didn't know anything about business funding at that side. So gotcha. maxed out for materials, paying contractors. One of my credit cards, they closed. I was like, why y'all close my card? They was like, oh, you're a high risk because we see you You maxed out all your credit cards. I was like, how could you do this to me? Like, I made my payments every month. They was like, hey, it's in your contract. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nobody reads that. They right. was like, sorry. And this is an eight-year-old card, bro. I was devastated. $10,000 limit. Right? Um, and then went down the rabbit hole of learning about business credit putting the debt in the business name, not on the personal side, mm. so I can continue to rock out. So my next real estate deal, 100% on the business side, my credit scores didn't drop, and I was able to make the move. So that first deal, my credit scores dropped to 620 mm-hmm. from 700 because I maxed out the credit cards to do this real estate deal. I was like, listen, as long as I pay the cards on time, I'm good, because when I refinance or when I sell the house, I just pay off the credit cards and everybody's right. happy. Right. But when it was time to refinance, guess what? I couldn't refinance because my credit scores were too low. Mm. So I was stuck with the crib, and, and then I rented it out to somebody. They gave me first, last security. I dumped that on the credit cards, and I had to wait a year to pay down the card. I was just taking the rent money, mm-hmm. and I was paying down the card. So I was stuck with the property for a year. Goodness gracious. Yeah, so so it was a tough lesson, but once I learned the lesson about – because everybody else was doing it. I was like, how are they doing it? Right. They're not using their personal – they use, they're putting everything in their business name and they're rocking out from there. Got you. So then essentially, like you said, that was your introduction to business funding. So now there are a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs that are watching this mm-hmm. uh, episode. There are a lot of newer entrepreneurs that are watching this episode that are still doing a lot of things. Yeah. Using, making some of the same mistakes you made earlier on. Right. Using their personal credit cards, using their cash, using things like that to start their business, grow their business, scale their business. Uh, to start things off. If you're speaking to a lot of those entrepreneurs who are listening, um, why is it important for them to familiarize themselves and get into the business funding and just learning about business funding and using it for their businesses? Because it's going to save you a lot of headache, right? right? It's going to save you a lot of time and it's going to save you a lot of money, right? So to to my newer entrepreneurs out there, I even want to talk to you even before you're an entrepreneur. Let's do it. So right now, um, I started to realize this, bro. And you notice this too. A lot of the people that are learning about this information are grown people. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not to say it's, it's never too late, but it's almost too late because they want funding. They want mm-hmm. this. They want that. But as you know, you got to build everything out. It's not just a 700 credit score. What does your credit profile look like? You ever had a credit card? No. Well, you can't get business credit yet. Mm-hmm. You have to build up your personal credit. So that's why, bro, you saw when we went to go meet up with Steve Harvey, we gave out 18 LLCs to 18 to a bunch that. of 18 year olds, right? Right. Because I, I got to get that information to them as soon as possible. Because if I get an 18 year old, I get him an LLC, I get him his first personal credit card from Navy Federal or Apple Credit Union or these smaller credit unions, they'll give that 18 year old a $1,000, $2,000 credit card to start. By the time they're 20, right, that credit card is going to be easily a $5,000 credit card, has two year old history. We can get a 20 year old, you know this, $20,000, $30,000 per on. bank. Which is insane. Which is insane. Right. And then with the right mentorship, 
in Morgan. a year or two, you know what type of assets that or cash flow that 21-year-old kid will have? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I wish I can get to the touch with these people or these entrepreneurs even before they become an entrepreneur to tell them, hey, not only fix your credit, but but um, get a good credit profile mm -hmm. so when it's time for you to get business funding it's easy and it's light work family this thursday i'm going to be hosting a free business credit masterclass where i'm teaching entrepreneurs how to secure a minimum of fifty thousand dollars in funding to build the business of their dreams doesn't matter if you have good credit bad credit or no credit by the end of this free class you'll have the information you need for your business to succeed so if you're interested in securing your seat head over to bankrollyourbusiness.com i repeat that's bankrollyourbusiness.com com to secure your seat because it's free. You ain't got to pay me a quarter, a dollar, a nickel, a dime. You just got to show up and I'm going to show out. That's bankrollyourbusiness.com. I'm looking forward to seeing each and every single one of y'all on Thursday, but back to the interview. So you you talked about it, right? And this is one of the biggest misconceptions that exists within the credit space. A lot of people think, oh, I got a 750 credit score. I'm going to just go into the bank, 100K in 100 days, and then right. that's it. You, and, you know, and I know, right. it's not, it don't work that way. It don't it's work not that, that way. Easy. Mm -hmm. You talked about credit profile. For those who don't know, talk about the importance of why having a good, not just a good personal credit score, mm -hmm. but having a good personal credit profile affects your ability to go out there and get funded. So, um, so many times I've seen a 700 credit score get denied and people in the DMs, right? Like, hey, I got denied. Well, this isn't working. This mm -hmm. is cap, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess Instagram made it look too easy, right? right? So let me break it down just a little bit more. You could have a 700 credit score and have a an authorized user and you on your you on your mom's Macy's card and you got like a $50 secure credit card. You'll have a 700 credit score. Right. Right? But the second important thing is a credit profile, right? What else is on your credit report? How many personal credit cards do you have? Have you ever had a car note before? Do you have student loans? Do you have a mortgage? Your credit report is your adult report card, right? To mm -hmm. these banks. How legitimate are you? Are you responsible with money? If you're responsible with a little bit, we'll give you a lot more exponentially too, mm -hmm. right? So that's how I want to get it into people's head. The earlier you start to build your credit profile by getting some type of credit, we're going to get you more funding on the back end. You want a business credit card? Have you ever had a personal credit card, right? And I'm not talking about from today's men or Macy's or Victoria's Secret, a real credit card, mm -hmm. Visa, MasterCard, American Express. The younger you start to build up that profile, I tell people I want you to have at least three to five credit cards that are aged over two years old. The higher the limit, the older the cards, the more funding you can get on the business side. So I want everybody to think, I want you to start relationships with these banks, right? Mm -hmm. You want to get these business partners. I call my banks my business partners. There you, go. you want your business partner to invest in you. You got to show them that you're investable, mm -hmm. right? I want to, what have you done lately? Well, on my own, I have two credit cards from Navy Federal and Apple Credit Union. I've had them for two years. The limits on each of those cards are one is $3,500, one is $6,000. I've never been late over the past two years. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So now business partner, American Express, Chase, mm -hmm. I'll give you a 10, Chase will give you 10,000, right? Navy Federal will give you 10,000 on the business side. You see how it's exponential? Mm -hmm. They doubled or tripled what you got before on the personal side because they know on the business side, you need more capital. Mm -hmm. You need more money on the business side. They're not going to give you a $5,000 credit card. They're going to give you something more significant all because you came to them correct. You showed them what you did on your own. So they like bet you're investable. Mm -hmm. Let me give you some funding. Let's see what you do with that. Got you. Okay. All right. So now we're picking things up. So now we understand what we have to do on the personal side in order for us to look, be investable. Right. Like you said, right. That we personal side taken care of. 
Now flipping over to the business side, we got the step one down of making sure our personal credit report looks the way that it needs to look. What do we now need to start doing on the business side to where we can get closer to get access to business funding? So this is part three of the equation. So number one is credit score, your yep. FICO score. Number two is your credit profile. Yeah. Number three is who am I giving money to? Oh, I'm giving money to your business. What business? Right? Right. Like I'm giving money to another entity, another person. Right. Shout out to my man, Brian. Um, he gave an um, amazing example. He was like, I know who Marv is. Mm-hmm. Right. The bank. They know who Marv is. They know you got good credit. They don't know who Marv Enterprise LLC is. It's like, who's your man's? It's like, no, this is my new business that I started. Can you give this person because your business is an entity. Right. Right. In and of itself. Can you give him 20 grand? We don't know this dude. We're not mm-hmm. giving him no bread. He's a year old. This is a six month old person. Right. Real quick, let's take a commercial break. If you go and look up what the U.S. Congress says a person is, mm-hmm. one of the definitions of a person is a business, mm-hmm. right? So if a person is a business, then I got to structure my business like a what? Like a person. Name, number, website, LLC, social security number, but it's your EIN. Right. So all the things that you have mm-hmm. as an individual, you want to make sure your business has structured properly. So Bellasone has a name. Bellasone Enterprises has a name. It has a business address, its own business address, its own phone number, its Mm -hmm. own email. It's structured like a real person, its own website. So my business got to be structured that way. And even though Bella Sloan is six months old at the time when I'm trying to get it funded, when I walk to the bank, I'm like, all right, bank, I know you don't know Bella Sloan Enterprises, but you know me. I'm vouching. Right. Right? So I'm going to be the co-signer for my business. Mm -hmm. This is for all my people who are starting up. You got to co-sign at first. Mm -hmm. And they gave Bella Sloan 20, 30 grand from one bank. Come on now. Because my credit profile was lit. Mm -hmm. Then I went to another bank, got another 20, 30, then another bank. So when we tell in 100,000 in 100 days, people think it's crazy. No. The reason why the limits are so significant is I went to a bunch of banks. I went to a bunch of different business partners. And they looked at my profile and they're like, here you go. Now, don't go running that money up and you don't know what to do with it. Well, well we're going to get into that. Okay. Yeah, right. we, 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 we got to tell them that. Because that's the investing side. We're yeah, not there it. yet. We're we gotta not get there them, yet. We got to get them the bag first. We and then we're going to teach them how to invest it. 100%. Got you. Personal check off. We got the score. We got the profile. Mm-hmm. We have the structure. We like have you the structure. Said, mm-hmm. An entity is its own person, so it has to be separate from us. We have it. It has its own address. Its own. Now, when it comes to a lot of these things that structure, um, that we use to structure the business, do you have any specific? Because uh, I know, for example, like with the LLC creation, some people will tell you go to Secretary of State. Personally, I'll use a web. I'll use a platform like Inkfile or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any specific resources that you would recommend people for certain aspects of the structure, or is it kind of just? So you can go to who you need to go to. Um, I tell people, hey, go to YouTube University if you want to figure out how to do it yourself. Me, I like hiring professionals. There you go. Because everything is not in my space. There you go. Um, I send people to my brother, mm-hmm. um, Kevin um, J. Dalsey on Instagram. Um, he's the CEO of 1990. So he helps people set up their LLC properly, um, get them their operating agreement, mm-hmm. um, things like that. So he sets that up. He sets them up with a business plan also because certain lenders need that. And you go there and he takes care of you and the rest is history. There you go. Got you. Structure done off. Structure is done. Structure done off. My business, it looks investable, suit and tie, address, number, the whole shebang. It's ready to go. Right. Now, what's the next phase after that? We we got our we got our properly structured business. Do we do we now get hundred K? Are we are we ready to go run up a bag yet? Or is it still another step? No, we're ready to go get a bag. Okay, got you. So now if I'm if I got my properly structured business, I'm ready to go run up a bag. You said something earlier, you talked a lot about um relationships. 
we have this properly structured business, but how do relationships kind of play a role in, you know, this properly structured business that we have that we're looking to get funded? The better relationship you have with your lenders, the more funding you're going to get. Okay. Right. So starting the relationship early is important, too. So just like I went to the bank and the bank was like, Herm, I know you, but I don't know Bella Sloan Enterprises. Mm. Right. So what I do is when I bring Bella Sloan in, I'm like, all right, Bella Sloan, come here. Give him your documentation. <laughs> Open up a personal check in a personal savings account. Put, give, give him a couple of dollars. Put a little down payment. Right. Put a hundred, two hundred dollars in the personal check in the business check in business savings account start a relationship like I did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So help me help you. Mm -hmm. Right? This is how they started a relationship with Chase or Navy Federal or whatever credit unions you're going to. Mm. Now, when I when I turn around and be like, yo, let me vouch for him. I'll co-sign on the paperwork. The funding aspect goes up more. Right? Now we can get more of a bag. Instead of 10000 now we can get like 15000 mm. because you started a relationship. Now, you can open up a business checking account that day and you can get funded that day, right? But banks work in 90-day cycles. So if you put a couple of deposits over the next three months, this is a longer-term play, mm. they're going to give you more money, right? But some people, they want the bag now. You can go and get the bag now. I have no problem with that. But if you want a bigger bag, a, a, a 10 15 25% jump in the possible funding that you can get, mm -hmm. have a 90-day relationship with the bank. And on the 91st day, ask them for more bread. Got you. Going deeper into just these banks that we're going to, you name dropped a couple, Amex, Chase, things of mm -hmm. that nature. I'm starting to familiarize myself more with the funding space, mm -hmm. and I'm hearing a lot about tiers, bank right. tiers. Yeah. So tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four. If I remember correctly, I think tier one is national. Tier two, I think it's like regional, regional. banks. Mm -hmm. Tier three is credit, credit unions. unions. And then yeah. tier four is subprime financial. For people who are listening, kind of tying that into relationships as well. When we're going for funding for this LLC, this our, our, for Bella Sloan, right? right? Um, are we leaning more towards a certain tier of bank? And if so, which ones? Or does it not matter at all that each tier of bank has their own specific, I guess, benefits to Benefit. them? So my, my strategy is partnering up with credit unions first. Okay. Right? Those, are my, those are my initial business partners. This is what I recommend people to do first because those business partners are in the local community, mm. right? And they want to build up their local community. They don't have stockholders. The members are the stockholders, right? So when you give them your money, when you make the deposits there and you start relationships there, they're going to give you more of a bag. Mm. So if you go to Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, for example, um, they'll give you 20000 mm. with that profile. Mm. You go to Bank of America and Chase, which is a tier one situation, that same profile, they probably start you off at ten. Yeah. thousand yeah right so let me run up the credit unions in my area let me run up a bag there first get the inquiries off then i go to tier two which is the regional banks like your citizens or your um key banks or your truest they're not everywhere in the country they're in different pockets then run up a bag there get the inquiries off and then i go to my top tier i go to my bank of america wells fargo and chase gotcha that's my funding sequence so and and to to piggyback off of that, I follow you closely on Instagram. Um, I, it seems like your top two or top three go-to, it seems like you favor tier two banks a lot, mm -hmm. like in terms of like when you're either getting funding for yourself or funding for other clients. And I see you reference like PNC a lot, mm -hmm. Key Bank, Truist, Truist, yeah. Truist another one. To the point that you just made, though, the thing about those kind of banks, which are regional banks, they're not available everywhere in the country. 
I'm not sure if you're familiar. I've heard something about like foreign entities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I've heard how you can kind of essentially leverage that to where if you're not in a lot of these cities where these regional banks are that you're trying to get funded from, how you can use those and leverage those to get funding. Could you talk a little bit about that? So foreign entities are is a document that you can use that basically gives you permission to do business in another state. So like when I do my VIP days, um, somebody comes from California. There's not a truest or a PNC in California. Mm-hmm. So before they come and do a VIP day, I'm like, hey, get yourself a foreign entity because your LLC is in California so you can do business in the state of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania is going to approve you with a foreign entity. You're going to have the foreign entity. So when we go into the banks, I'm able to open up a business checking account for their California LLC right. in Pennsylvania because there's no footprint of that bank over there. And now they have access to that product that's in my state. So this is how I tell people you can copy your LLC in all 50 states. So if there's a real sexy product like Alabama, there's a credit union in Alabama. I, I forgot the name of it. But their credit card was given 3% cash back, which is unheard of. Oh, right. I got on the LLC. I got a foreign entity. I ain't never go to Alabama, but I was going then. Right. Because 3% cash back, and you know the MS plays. You know Come I mean? on now. Shout out to Dub. Shout out to Rashida. Right. And it was ball game. Swipe, right. swipe, swipe, 3%. <laughs> it was crazy. Right. Okay. So then from there, now outside of, like I said, some of those key, those banks that I mentioned, the Keys, the Truest, the PNCs, mm-hmm. do you have any other banks that you personally would recommend for entrepreneurs that are listening that are trying to, um, I believe it's called like a funding sequence or build out their sequences that they could look into or are those like the, uh, the main ones that you would tell them to focus in on? So this is interesting whenever I, when people ask me these questions. My funding sequence is not necessarily determined on banks. Okay. It is determined on the credit reporting agencies. Okay. So- I say PNC, I say Truist, I say KeyBank, I say American Express. I'm, I'm naming those same ones. But what I'm really saying in, in my head is PNC, they pull from Experian. Truist, they pull from Equifax. Um, BMO, they pull from TransUnion, mm-hmm. right? BMO Harris, all right? They pull from TransUnion. So I just gave you three regional banks that pull from three different credit agencies, right? So now you're only getting one inquiry per credit report. So technically, you just raised on the low end, if it was $10,000 per bank, you just raised yourself $30,000 only using technically one inquiry, mm-hmm. right? So I tell people to fund themselves horizontally, TransUnion, Equifax Experian. Mm-hmm. Try not to fund yourself vertically where you go to American Express, they pull from Experian. And then you go to um, PNC, they pull from Experian. So what happens is if I go to American Express, they give me 10000 because they see, oh, you have no inquiries or low inquiries. Here's 10000 Inquiries show up immediately. Fact. So when I go to PNC on that same day or within that 30 days to run up another bag, mm. PNC is going to see that inquiry. Oh, you just got $10,000. You just got something because they don't see it yet. You got something from American Express. We're not going to give you $10,000. we are going to give you 6000 So inquiries can cost you money. So that's why I tell people, fund yourself horizontally first or... If you're going to fund yourself from American Express, get that inquiry off using my man Marvin's video on YouTube. Check it out. Um, get the inquiry off and then go to PNC and PNC is not going to see the inquiry and they're going to give you that 10000 So my funding sequence is based on inquiries, not necessarily lenders. There you go. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. So now to take it a step further, because I really want to unpack this business funding, whatever you want to call it, this business right. funding box, whatever it may be. 
when it comes to business funding and business credit, we talked a lot about credit cards, mm-hmm. right? But there are a lot of different types of products right. that exist within the world of business credit. Credit mm-hmm. cards is like one of the products, but then mm-hmm. there are also lines of credit. Lines of credit. There are also just regular loans. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, I feel like I'm missing one, uh, uh, business credit. What else is there? I think those those three primary ones. Those three primary ones. If I'm looking to get funding, does the kind of funding that I'm looking to get vary? Like, for example, if I'm looking to get funding to start a business, am I looking at more more so towards business credit cards? Or if I'm looking to get into real estate, should I look more towards lines of credit? If I'm looking to do whatever it may be, like, how does my approach to the type of funding product I'm looking for vary depending on what my goal is? It depends on what level of entrepreneurship you are at right now. Okay. Right? So if you are a startup Mm -hmm. and you're just starting out, business credit cards are relatively easy to get. They're Mm -hmm. not complicated. You you hitting the credit score, the credit profile, and your business setup structurally, man, somebody giving you $25,000. It's not hard. Right. They're going to give you a $25,000 credit card. The complication with that is, is, hey, I might need to take the cash off the credit card so I can run a play. Like, I got to put a down payment on this, I gotta put a fifteen thousand dollar down payment on this house so I can get a hard money loan, right? We can show you how to get the cards off, the, the cash off of that. If you have a line of credit, it's easier because you just transfer that money into your checking account, right? But lines of credit are a little bit more difficult to get um, based on your lender. Sometimes they'll ask for your business has to be two years old. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll ask for taxes to get the line of credit, right? So it's a little harder, easier on the on for the per- business credit card. Um, for a for a loan, ninety nine percent of loans they're asking you for taxes. Mm-hmm. They're asking you for bank statements because it's harder to get a loan. Right, right. So if it's a twenty five thousand dollar loan, if it's a line of credit, right, or if it's a credit card, the credit card is the easiest way mm-hmm. for you to get capital for your business. Mm-hmm. Right, and then the loan, the moment you get the twenty five thousand dollar loan, you're paying on that day one. Yeah, the line of credit. You can if you you get up to twenty five thousand, so you can use five thousand, you can use three thousand, you can use ten thousand, and you're only paying the interest on the line of credit. Mm-hmm. Meaning, just because you used five thousand of that twenty five thousand, it doesn't mean you're paying a note on five thousand dollars. You're paying the interest on five thousand. So I have a, a, a line of credit for a hundred thousand dollars from Univest, right? They pull from Equifax, right? That note is a line of credit. It's costing me $787 a month. Can you imagine you got $100,000 capital is only costing you under $800 right. a month? Crazy. Right. If you don't know how to make more than $800 a month, if I give you $100,000, just leave, that, leave it just alone. stay in school. Leave it alone. <laughs> stay at the 9 to 5. Leave, don't, leave it alone. Don't play this game. It's, right. it's a next level game. But that money is extremely cheap. Right. Right. And I'm only paying on what I'm using. Credit card, same thing. We can get you up to a uh, uh, hundred thousand in credit cards, but the beauty with a credit card is a lot of these lenders, it's a hundred thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, zero percent interest. Mm-hmm. So that's even cheaper than the line of credit. Come on now. So it all depends on the levels where where you are. Now, for me, when I'm doing real estate deals, I prefer to have a line of credit, right? Um, say for I have no zero percent credit cards right now. The line of credit, hey, how much down payment? Oh, um, I just transferred that twenty thousand to the checking account. Easy, boom, down payment done. Oh, I got eighty thousand left. The rehab is going to cost eighty thousand. Whatever, I got it in the line of credit, and I'm only paying the interest on it. So you imagine if I'm doing a hundred thousand dollar real estate deal, and it's only costing me eight hundred dollars till it's done. Come on, cash out refi. Beautiful. What was the cost of me holding that for three, four months? Pennies. Mm-hmm. But I just made thirty, forty, fifty thousand when I cash out refinance or I flipped it. There you go. So it's all about levels when it comes to credit cards, lines of credit, or loans. And like you said, also understanding just what your goal is and where what you your are goal as, is, a, yeah. as an entrepreneur. Okay, exactly. cool. 
I know that on the personal side, whenever we apply for car- these cards or apply for, you know, just funding on the personal side, in the event that we get denied mm-hmm. or in the event that we get approved for a card, but let's say we get a, a lower limit, they have something that's called the reconsideration department, yeah. right? Does that same, is that also apply on the business funding side? Like, let's say I go for some business credit card. I did everything Herm told me to do. And for whatever reason, either I got denied mm-hmm. or I got approved, but I'm not really a big fan of the limit they gave me. I want more, right? Because right. I'm really trying to run a play or do whatever it is it may, may be. What what are some of the different things I could do there? Is there a reconsideration department for the business funding side? If not, like what are some of the different steps that I can take to kind of circle back and get even more money or get approved if I got denied? 100%. So shout out to my Bella Sloan Academy executors. Come on now. Um, sometimes they, they drop in the private Facebook group. Yo, like they only gave me 5000 They only gave me 7000 Herm, what's going, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I ran the play. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these banks be playing, be being funny. They they be funny to me too. Mm-hmm. So I have a bank where it's my um, it's um, citizens. It, it's where majority of my situations go through, right? So the the big bag is in there. I was like, yo, I need a credit card. Let me go to them. I have a relationship with them since the inception of Bella, mm-hmm. right? So seven years, majority of money goes in there. Yeah, I need uh, I need a credit card, bro. They gave me a seventy five hundred dollar credit card. Mm-hmm. I didn't even call the reconsideration department. I and this it was close to my house. I went to the bank. I was like, "Yo, this is not okay." Ooh, you good? You good? You good? <laughs> I was like, "This is not okay." Right. And I was like, "Listen, um, so I could have called the reconsideration department too, but I walked into the bank. I was like, "Listen, you see how much is in the checking account? You see how many checking accounts I have with you? Mm-hmm. I have different businesses, and they're all mainly here, mm-hmm. right? Um, I have personal accounts with you too. My car note." Is with you too. 75. I have more than the 7,500 in the checking account. Crazy. I was like, so listen, I'm not telling y'all to go threaten y'all banks, but I was like, listen, listen. So you just give them a little, little give them a little nudge, listen, give them a little you, push. If you want to continue this relationship, mm-hmm. we're going to have to work this out. And you see my credit report. Right. I don't have a $7,500 credit card on my personal side. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Dalsey, we're, we're so, so sorry. We apologize. Reconsideration department called me $27,000. So, if you have a leg to stand on, your credit profile is sexy and you're in a good position, definitely call the reconsideration department and be like, yo, this is not enough. This is not a good look. You know, I have a relationship with you. Or my credit report and my profile backs up that what you gave me is ludicrous. Mm. And, you know, most of the time they'll, they'll help you out and you, increase that limit. Got you, got you, got you, got you. And if it doesn't work, right, mm-hmm. use the credit card. Max it out, pay it down, do whatever you need to do. So what I, what I did was um, chase... And you know this, I'm at this level though. So Chase only gave me twenty twenty thousand, and I wasn't happy with it. And I called the reconsideration, and they didn't give it to me. Still, so, after, still re- after reconsideration, okay. right? And I was like, all right, fine, Chase. So I maxed out the credit card, right? I paid because um, I had to do a deal, so I took the cash off the cards. Um, the minimum payment was two hundred dollars, right? So I paid two hundred dollars for three months, mm-hmm. paid down, so my deal was done. I paid off the credit card, and this is a year zero percent interest credit card, right? I paid off the credit card and I called them. I was like, yeah, y'all saw I maxed out the card, right? You saw I was never <laughs> late for 90 days, right? Because remember the 90-day cycle. I was like, yeah, this ain't enough. Mm-hmm. $45,000. Yeesh, right? like that. $45,000 and, like and I got eight more months of 0% interest on like a $45,000 credit card. Look at God. Yeah, look at God. Come on now. Yeah, so there's two strategies to get those limits increased. Beautiful. To take it a step further, um, I've seen a couple of different people within the funding space talk about this, and I've even seen you. I think you're working on a program around this. Uh, I think it's called Shelf Corpse. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about that? Yeah. All right, cool. For those who don't know, talk a little bit about 
uh, what a shelf corp is and how that essentially can be another form of leverage when we're trying to go out and get funded. So with a shelf corp um, or age corporation, what that is is basically you buying a business or the paper, the document, mm. showing that your business is over two years old. Because like I told you earlier, the older your business, the more possible funding you can get. Mm. So a shelf corp is like you buy, I'm, you're buying Bella Sloan. Enterprises, right? Yeah, y'all selling, y'all selling. No, we're not selling. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna keep that. I gotta give that to my kid. There you go. <laughs> right. So, I'm giving you that piece of paper. That piece of paper is seven years old. Mm -hmm. So imagine if I give you that piece of paper of a seven year old business. Combine that with your good profile. Mm -hmm. Now, immediately, you have access to not only business credit cards but business lines of credit also. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the investment in purchasing a shelf corp may be beneficial to you because now you have access to more capital. And um, we're coming out with a new program soon where we will, in addition to handing you a shelf corp that's aged and you can get funding on own, we're going to build up that shelf corp for you, put trade lines on it, so now you can get a different bag with it. There's trade lines on the business side? There's trade lines on the business side just like it is on the personal talk, talk, side. Talk about that because I've heard rumblings of that, but I've never, once again, I'm more familiar with the personal than the business mm -hmm. side. I've heard about rumblings of, of trade lines on the business side, but there's always been like an asterisk next to it in terms of like, I've never really seen or heard about business trade lines from like a true reliable source. So you can get trade lines on the business side the right. same way you could get on the personal side. Right. To strengthen the business to strengthen that To strengthen that piece of paper, to strengthen that shelf corp, to make it look more legitimate. So I'll give you an example. Hey, Marv, you know that 99% of business credit, it doesn't report anywhere, mm -hmm. right? So, Marv, you come do business with Bella Sloan Enterprises, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. report anywhere. I, I did something for you. You came for a VIP day and you said, hey, Herm, I ain't got it up front. But you have to pay down up front, though. Um, I ain't got it up front. Can we do like a payment plan? That mm -hmm. payment plan is nowhere, mm -hmm. right, if, if I decided to do that with you. Mm -hmm. But we can report that, mm -hmm. right, to Dun & Bradstreet or we could report it to Experian or we could report it to end as many um, reporting agencies on right. the business side. right. Um, we could report that. And then I could be like, all right, once it's paid off, boom, there's a $10,000 paid off loan on your business trade line, mm -hmm. on your business credit report. Now, when you go to get funding, that makes your business look even more sexier. Oh, wow, this this business got a $10,000 trade line paid off, $20,000, whatever the case may be. So we know that, that's, that this business has the capacity to pay back funding that they can get, so they're going to give you more capital. Come on now. Yeah, it's, I didn't, a, it's a different game. It's a different game. Y'all have been they, the, y'all have been the pro program out about this. Yeah, we're building a program that's gonna be coming out um fall twenty twenty three. Gotcha. Um so definitely stay tuned for that. It's gonna be a game changer to put our entrepreneurs in a really good position so they can get even more funding. The name of the game is leverage, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Leverage, absolutely. So taking a step further from leverage, like we said, all this talk about funding, and we hinted at it earlier. At the end of the day, funding is is really just a tool, right? Just a lot a of people think it's the NOBO. We talk about getting $100,000 in funding, $150,000 in funding, $200,000 in funding. It really means nothing if you're just going to take it and let it sit in your, sit in your wallet, Bro. sit in the crib. We got to take it and invest, right? Yeah. You want to turn that $100,000 to you know, $200,000 and beyond. Right. Let's talk a little bit about that. You also are a big proponent of you know multiple streams of income, things like that. I know you have your main business, mm -hmm. which is Bella Sloan. Um, at this current moment in time, how many different... Um, businesses are because you mentioned real estate, so that's one. Right. Is there anything else outside of that? So there's many. So number one, I have more than seventy LLCs. Right. Stop. Yeah. Stop. You, stop. 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 You gotta collect them, bro. Let me sit up. 
Let me, you gotta collect let me sit up. Let me sit up. You got how many? Them. 77. Why do you I have 70? Why do you so, have 77 so LLCs? So whenever an idea pops in my head, right? Okay. I got to hurry up and go get an LLC for it. Right? So Okay. So when I did my TED Talks, right? Mm-hmm. Um God gave me a sermon basically. He was like audit your circle. Okay. So the moment I got off this stage and it the, the name of the speech was audit your circle, hit up my CEO Demaris. I was like Demaris, get the LLC for that audit your circle. Right. Okay. And it, the LLC is just in a drawer. Right. Chilling. Um, success has receipts. You know that's my tagline. Yo, I need an LLC for that, Kevin. I need an LLC for that. So success has receipts LLC. So there's certain LLCs that I got. I got them. They're sitting down. They're aged. Those are my shelf corps. Mm-hmm. Right. In a year, six months or two, two years. I'm like, all right. I need fifty thousand. Let me go use one of those shelf corps. Easy fifty thousand for me. How do you manage that? They just did just, just in like an Excel sheet. You got them, and they're all, are, are they all in PA? If you don't mind me, yeah, asking? they're all in PA, right? Some in PA, some in Colorado, some in Wyoming, but majority of them in PA, right? Are you gonna get any more? At, every time I come up with one, so it's literally every time that you come up, and it, so a vi- if, if I know, the, oh, this is gonna be a viable thing, let me just buy the name. And the plan is so essentially, you would keep it for one of three things: either one to leverage it as a shelf corp, shelf corp, yeah, for myself; mm-hmm. two for potential business, right, for potential business; three for more funding from for the more LLC. Funding. Seventy-seven LLCs. Seventy-seven LLCs. I'll smack this mic down right, right, now. right. Seventy-seven. So whenever you get like, and in PA, the the LLCs are cheap; they're one hundred fifty dollars. So I'm like, yo, Kev, here's a buck fifty. Knock this out for me real quick, and he'll just send me the documents, and it's in an email. It's in a, it's in a Google folder. Do you guys have to do? I know in New York we have something called like Beniel Report, where we have like every two years we have to like put a, a file something to let this. Nah, thing. we ain't got it. Yeah, ain't got it. See, we that's why. That's that. why you got seventy seven of yeah, them. Yeah, it's much easier. Wow. Okay, so yeah. you got seventy seven of them. Yeah, and of the seventy seven, right? Maybe uh, I think like seven of them are like are actual, actual businesses, businesses that are running. So we got the Bellison Enterprises that um, you know does the credit repair. Okay. Does the funding. Um, then okay. Audit Your Circle is like my speaking engagements when people book me for speaking. Gotcha. Then um, Success Has Receipts is the clothing line. Mm-hmm. Um, then don't don't get me um, quoted on the names, but I have another one for um, the inquiries. That's That started its own separate business. That's crazy. Um, one for my books because uh, I, I am a published author. There you um, go. Two children books coming out this fall. Um, we'll talk about that in a we second. We will. And then um, the ambulatory business that's starting. And then one more is the real estate. Real estate. Yeah. Aren't you, do you? And then, and then Olivia Monroe, um, that LLC, that does um, non-for-profit. So people who want to set up their non-for-profit and set up their 501c3, you go to Olivia Monroe Enterprises and we help set that up. So about eight, eight roughly. Eight, eight roughly. You're not missing running. any of them? No. Okay, got you. Mm-hmm. Got you. Okay. Signing up with Takeoff Financial was really the best choice for me. It allowed me to take control of my life. I know that some people may think that that's really dramatic, but it's not. I feel like credit is really important, and signing up with them allowed me to understand that. I just want to say thank you because I think that you guys have definitely allowed me to feel comfortable. You allowed me to feel liberated. You allowed me to feel that it's okay. It's okay not to have great credit, but it's not okay to stay in that situation. So thank you guys for embracing me and allowing me to have a new life. Head over to our website at takeofffinancial.com and let's get your credit score to the moon. So now my next question is from, from, you know, your time being in the funding space and investing in a lot of different fields that you've been in, what's the most amount of money that you've made investing, right? And all in the flip side, what's the most amount of money you've ever lost investing, and what's the lessons that you've learned from both? He want give you want you want me to give you my tax. Let's my, go. I ain't found my taxes yet, bro. Let's like, go. Let's wanna... go. No, it's all right. The IRS don't watch this. The IRS don't watch this. No, no, no. The feds don't be watching. Yeah, they don't be watching. Nah, nah. They don't be watching. Um, 
So the most I've ever made in a what, like a real estate deal or something? No, just or? any investment. It didn't even have to be real estate. It could be. It could have been from any of your other business. Like I put X amount of money and got Y amount of money from whatever investment. Okay, uh, one that pops in my head is actually probably um, this was my first hundred k day when you came to the mentorship, right? So okay. what I invested was promotion. We got the food, mm-hmm. um, the marketing budget, mm-hmm. the text message blast, the email messaging blast, security, whatever we, we spent to, to book the venue that day. I think uh, me and Quadir, we probably spent, let's just say, I think it was like $10,000. Gotcha. Right? We did $150,000 in ticket sales that day. That's a, that's a, that's a solid return. That's a solid. That's a, it wasn't too bad. I, I did I did. It was like a $100,000 day. Beautiful. $150,000 day. The most I've ever lost was a hundred thousand dollars okay are you comfortable talking about that yeah absolutely. all right so what so first on the for when it came to the the most you ever made in return from investing mm-hmm. biggest lesson you learned from that experience it could have been more oh it been more. <laughs> well okay so what where so when you say it could have been more just from the standpoint of like yo we didn't do enough we didn't do enough okay talk um, about that i didn't have a mentor right okay. i didn't have a a a a when you're when you're in that field, you need a high level mentor to teach you how to do better with that. Mm. So after I spoke to my mentor, I realized it could have been a quarter of a million dollar day. Okay. Right? Or maybe three hundred. What do you mean, Herman? As you notice, all we did was sell tickets. That's it. Right? So you you go to conferences now, high level conferences. There's vending booths. Come on. There's advertising. I didn't sell any merch. Oh. I didn't have a high ticket product. I didn't sell you anything. That that was the only so offer. Imagine there, if yeah. I sold my VIP day that day. Mm-hmm. If ten people, there was like a hundred, hundred fifty people in the room. Right. If ten people would have bought a ten thousand dollar VIP day, right? That's another hundred thousand. If I had. Um, I didn't think I had success has receipts then, but I was Mr. Results then. Imagine if I had Mr. Results t-shirts there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So different merch I could have been selling. So there's different opportunities. I could have went to a couple of banks and be like, hey, I'm going to have 200 entrepreneurs in the room. Would you like to sponsor this event? Right? Um, Truist presents. Citizens present. They would have paid me a couple thousand dollars. Right. right. So I left money on the table not knowing that. So it could have been way more. It could have been a quarter of a million dollar day. Come on. So now I do things different. So you came to the Blueprint Summit, mm-hmm. or, right? So the Blueprint Summit was the nonprofit. So the nonprofit threw on the summit. So next year, I'm definitely going to have a bank. So the Blueprint Summit and Bank Truist, of America, whoever. right? Truist right. presents, you know what I'm saying? So having these sponsors, because once you have eyes on your product and people watching it, mm-hmm. they're going to pay. Um, for that, you got to have merch. You got to, mm. what is the upsell? What are, what are the value are you going to give? Because when people come and you really give them value, mm. they're like, yo, if I gave, because the tickets were $200 and we taught for eight hours that day. Mm. So, look, I want more. All right, well, the next level, and you saw at the Blueprint Summit, we had a 25K product. Right. And then it was a 12 week course. Graduation is in Jamaica. At the end of July, we're going to, we're going to Jamaica. <laughs> right. We got the yacht. It's going right. to be amazing. Right. Right. So it's a high level, it's a high level type situation. So, Whatever I made on the ticket sales, we did more in terms of merch because mm-hmm. I learned my lesson in terms of merch and giving them more value so they, they can take themselves to the next level. Boom. And that's it. Now, mm-hmm. on the flip side. On the flip side. Because like you just said, we on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I see Raris and Lambos yeah. and I flipped this and made that and this Instant, and this. Bro. You know, you're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. If you're not taking L's, you're not even trying. Bro. You just talked about how you lost, you know, $100,000. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh, and you got you know you're 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 a provider you you mm-hmm. got you know 
That's that's Bella Sloan it was, money. It was, it was Bella Sloan money. It was yes. So what, if you don't if you don't feel if if you if you were comfortable enough talking about talk a little bit about that biggest lesson you learned from that because we want to be also be able to you know protect other individuals that are watching us 100%. so that they can learn from your mistakes. Right, right. right. Um, so I saw this um, not too long ago, so I can't take um, credit for it. Um, you can't spell millions. You can't spell billions without a couple of L's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's been many. L's. There's been six. There's been four figure L's. There's been five figure L's. There's been six figure L's mm-hmm. that I've taken. Um, those L's come from partnering with the wrong people, mm-hmm. um, not having contracts put in place, mm-hmm. and not vetting the deal, and not vetting the person I'm doing business with. Mm-hmm. Right. So right now my business is totally different. There's contracts. There's lawyers that look at it. I want to see the prospectus. I want to see your history. Um, before I do business, before you get a dollar from me. So when I didn't have those things in place, you know, just a handshake or like, hey, you're cool, um, and not being on top of the relationship or the business that I'm doing, paying attention to it, or having a team that pays attention to it, mm-hmm. right? So I invested in this. I'm like, all right, bro, you go with the money, right? I, I trust you with it. Now nah, my team's going to be on you. They're mm-hmm. going to be watching it um, to make sure my investment's in place. So not having those things in place before, it kind of got me because everybody's paying attention to Rari's. Yeah. Everybody's paying attention to private jets. And they're like, oh. And I tell people. And I'll say it out loud. I was like, listen, I didn't get into the mentorship space until my mentor was like, yo, you should get into mentorship. I was like, no, because I don't want to make money from mentorship. Because mm-hmm. then you're just the guy that makes money from mentorship. And that's why you got jets. No. I really do funding in real life. Yeah. That's what I do. That's yeah, how yeah, I make money. Yeah. Right. And I take that money and I invest it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that makes me more money. Right. I don't want to teach that. Mm. Right. Because then you're going to think I'm not legit. Mm. But I was like, no, it's too much of a bag that's on the table. And then (laughs) um, that's number one. And number two, um, I started to believe in income and impact. Mm. Um, People stopping me on the street and telling me, hey, this worked. Yeah. I made six figures. Mm -hmm. I'm a millionaire. I have created seven millionaires in my life. I'm going to be there for Right. You're going to be there. A hundred percent. Right. All because of the strategies that I taught. And they and they just. They just went bananas right. with it, right? Um, they, they went to the next level. Sometimes I'm their student now. I'm like, bro, what you do? Can you show me what you did? Right, right, right. right? So, that, so that's why the mentorship component to my life right now is definitely um, a, a, a bigger part. But I had to learn some really, really tough lessons. I mm-hmm. even learned lessons now, but I had to learn some really tough lessons. So I don't do that anyway. So I've, I've paid Temple University. I've paid Lincoln University. And I paid these streets, mm-hmm. these tuitions. These tuition payments um, for me to be at the level right now. So I speak boldly um, when I talk to, talk to entrepreneurs or people coming up. Like, listen, I've I've lost more more money than you ever made. So listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So let's let's let so that was that, I, I'm actually happy that you said that because to dive more into that, especially on the mentorship side, like you said, you are a mentor, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You've mentored thousands of thousands, tens of thousands of individuals across the country, whether it be in business funding, business strategy, whatever the case may be, and there are a lot of entrepreneurs who are watching this, new and or aspiring, or people who've probably been in the entrepreneur space but have hit somewhat of a glass ceiling, right, right in their um, journey as entrepreneurs. You, being a seven-figure entrepreneur once upon a time, was a six-figure entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. For those who are watching, whether they're at that five-figure level or six-figure level, who have felt like they have hit a glass ceiling, and granted, all of our journeys are different, but we do have certain similarities in, in our respective journeys. But for you personally, what was, if it was one thing or if it was multiple things, that helped you crack that ceiling to go from six to seven figures? 
Um, so this is the hardest part for entrepreneurs to get, right? Or people who are business owners or mm-hmm. anybody who wants to get to any other level. In, in Number one, stop being cheap. Okay. Number two, um, get a mentor. Mm-hmm. And number three, get systems. Those are the things that took me from six to seven. Let's break down each one. So let's break down each one. Stop being cheap. So I tell people, you're going to pay. You're going to pay with your time or you're going to pay with money. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay. Right? So you're either going to go on YouTube University or you're going to spend hours there learning something. You're going to spend hours on podcasts. You're going to spend hours in reading books and studying what you need to do to execute. Mm-hmm. Right. To become better at your situation. Right. So you're going to pay with your time or you're going to pay money to an to, to another entrepreneur that did it or a mentor that did it because, oh, can you be my mentor? So you want me to stop making money <laughs> to teach you how to make money for free. Huh? Right. I'm unable to do that right now. Right. Right. Because I'm busy running a multimillion dollar business. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants my time. Mm. And it is the most valuable thing I have. Any free time I have goes to Bella, Olivia, and Janelle. There you go. That's that's where my free time goes. That's and it. to my close circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm very purposeful in my relationships too. Right. So hey, I'm in t- I'm I'm landed, I'm back in town. Right. So let's spend some time together. Right. right? Um, so I can't spend it. Mm-hmm. So but if you pay for my time, we got a different conversation. Then now. we have a different conversation. Right. right? So I would not dare ask a multi. So let's say, for instance, we had Invest Fest mm-hmm. and I see Diddy. Yep. <laughs> Diddy, can I take you out for a cup of coffee so I could pick your brain? Yeah. No. Bro. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't know what I need to do to Diddy to give him my time, but that's not the conversation. That's not the intro mm-hmm. to, um, to give to Diddy. So I tell people it's either your time or your money, mm-hmm. right? Or whatever value you could bring to that entrepreneur. The next thing is systems, Right. So shout out to my CEO, Damaris, right? So this combines two things, the proper people around you and the systems, right? So once I hired a CEO for my company, Mm -hmm. right, who knew logistics and who knew systems, right, she took me from six to seven because before her, you would go in my DMs and I would respond, right? Mm -hmm. Or you would text the number and I would respond. There's a cap on how far that grows. Facts. Right now, you go to the link in the bio. You fill out your name, number, and look email. At jo- jo- look at Josh now. Right, right, <laughs> right now, you go to the link in the bio. It's name, number, and email. My team will get back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's systems in place. It'll send a, it'll send a message to my assistant. Mm-hmm. They'll call you back. You know, you will send out an invoice. We'll send out an email. You get into the credit repair sequence. They'll text you automatically. Hey, the first round of letters went out. The second round of letters came out. Hey, there was a deletion on this co- collection. It's all automated. You want funding? Because then here's what happened. You'll call me. Yeah, man, I just want to get into real estate. and You're going to give me a long story. Yep. Bro, fill out the link. Yep. Let me see your, your data points. That's it. And then we'll go get you funding. I don't need a long story. Yeah. To hear that. Boom. Here's your, th- your $20,000. Here's the invoice for my success fee for helping you out. Right? It's all automated. So that 10Xs your business. So And then have somebody in place to run that for you. So the marriage runs that for me. So what happens? Now my time is free. When my time became free, when I hired a CEO and then I had systems in place, guess what I'm able to do now? My time is free and I'm able to pay ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars for a next level mentorship. Right. Right? Where I'm learning how to make ten million dollars now. Yeah. 
right? Now I got to hire HR person because now I got employees. Yeah. Now I got to get payroll system, right? Now I got to get health benefits for my employees. Now I'm having a different conversation, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to pay with your time or you're going to pay with your money, entrepreneurs, because everybody want this game for free, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a gatekeeper. I'm not a gatekeeper. I don't have time to give you. Yeah. You're asking for the most valuable thing that I have. The most valuable thing that I have is not the information. That's why I'm on Instagram giving you the free information all the time. But you want to take me out for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, the information is on Instagram and on my YouTube. You want my time, you have to pay for it. There you go. You have to hire the people to put in place to run your business or to help your business become more successful, right? And then you have to have the systems in place to make it run on autopilot. Also, to take that a step further, if you don't pay, you don't pay attention, right? So, to, so one thing I've learned even along my entrepreneurial journey is like money is an amazing communicator. It like it it really goes goes levels because it's like and we were talking about this yeah, off of thing yeah yeah like there's a very big difference between somebody that's like yo can I pick you a cup of coffee and can we talk for free and and somebody that wired twenty five thousand very very two different, different people two completely different individuals because a person who ha- I'll never forget this I remember one time I was teaching people how to get started on YouTube never forget this and this dude I sat down with him on a Zoom call for like two hours mm, and for I just. Free? For free. I wish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I sat there with him for free. Gave him the entire. He was like, yo, how'd you get your YouTube job? Gave him everything. Top to bottom. Two hours. Nonstop. It was like, we finished at like one o'clock in the morning. And in my mind, I was like, man, I feel good. Like, I, I gave him the game. Mm-hmm. He's going to go out there. He's going to change his life. Because he gave me his whole life story, this and this, that and that. Fast forward. Fast forward. Week later. Two weeks later. Three weeks later. Four nothing. weeks later. Nathaniel. Nothing. Didn't do a thing. Right. Cause he didn't pay. Like there was no, there was nothing, there was nothing invested in there for him to feel like, all right, now I got to go out there and take action. So, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you've experienced it all yeah, the time 100%. too, mm-hmm. right? Like we talked about before, is a huge difference between somebody that paid you a hundred dollars for something versus ten thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars for something. You, you bet. I, I better not. I wish I would. I wish you know, what I mean? not take this information and go and invest. Every it. one of my VIP clients that That's has it. paid ten me, can ten k has executed. That's it. Every one of them has called me. Hey, Herm, I did a hundred thousand in funding. That's it. Um, I started this. I started at every one of them. And and the beautiful thing about investing, and you know this just as well as I know this, is that you invest long enough, and of course you invest in the right things. Mm-hmm. You understand how money works. Okay, if I put, I'm not gonna put ten k into something I know wouldn't bring me twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, forty, fifty k. But you know, individuals who aren't there yet, you know, they, they, you know, you heard the acronym is still confused about money or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. They just don't know. They just don't know. They just don't know. And it's okay. Yeah. I mean, my job is not to save everybody, just the ones that are willing. <laughs> there you go. Right. So to take it a step further, you were talking, you, you know, you talked a lot about, you know, getting to that, that $10 million mark. You are now in a position to where I'm, you know, I'm watching you from afar. You're in rooms. You know, I saw you the other day. Obviously you were at the, the Steve Harvey Foundation right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, event. And you're in rooms now where you're rubbing shoulders with not just other seven-figure entrepreneurs, but eight and even nine-figure nine entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I asked you, what was the biggest thing or things that helped you get from six to seven figures from some of these eight and nine-figure entrepreneurs that you're speaking to? What are some of the commonalities that you're seeing amongst them to where you're like, oh, okay, I see now why you are at the level that you're at? Ooh, um, number one, access. Okay. Um, not everyone has access to them. Okay. So right now, right, I um I think there's it's not a lot of access to me, but there's a certain level of access. So right now you can go to the link of my bio and book a five hundred dollar phone call with me for thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Right? Um my team keeps saying you need to cut that out. You don't have time for that. I was like, damn, five dollars for thirty a thousand dollars an hour still ain't yeah, bad. I mean, I was, I was a bad. social worker five years ago. That yeah. still ain't yeah, bad, yeah, right? I got, I got a couple of minutes. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. talk to me, right? Um access to their time is limited. Mm-hmm. 
um, so they don't waste it, right? So literally, bro, I didn't have a lot of time to talk to Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. right? Steve Harvey has a team. Anything that I needed to tell Steve Harvey, I could have told his team. Fact. There's nothing I needed to tell him. No, his assistant, his vice president, his CEO, there's nothing. So I had to start doing that. So whenever somebody talks to me, it's like, I never leave home without Damaris. Like, you know you know how you never <laughs> leave home without your wallet? There you go. I never leave home without Damaris. So people will be talking to me, da 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 I'm like, yeah, just talk to Damaris. She'll got it. Because she has the systems in her place, right. in, her, in her brain already. Right. So that's one of the first things I, I notice when I'm in rooms like that. Number two, these people, because their time is so valuable, they're executors, right? It's... It's immediate. So I can go to them and be like, dot, dot, dot. It's like, okay, let's get on a Zoom call tomorrow Mm. or in 48 hours. They're on it immediately. So I have to be prepared in that moment. So there was one time, um, Wallow, shout out to Wallow and Gilly. Wallow hit me up. He's like, yo, you want to come on the show? The first time. I was like, no. He was like, you sure? I was like, I'm not ready. Mm. Because Wallow and Gilly have a following of mm-hmm. millions of people. Facts. If a, a small percentage of them call my office, email me, or go to the link in the bio, what do you think is going to happen to me? So, right? It's going to be poor customer service to all those people. Right. Right? Because I'm not able to handle it at the time. So he didn't, he didn't ask me again. I went to him. I'm like, yo, I'm ready. I got a CEO. Systems are in place. Right? Right? Um, I went like right before Black Friday. I went like in October. Right. Went on the show, killed it. Right. When it posted, when it launched, the systems caught hundreds and thousands yeah. of phone numbers, phone calls. It, it caught everything. Right. Right. Because I was prepared for it at that point. Those six, seven, eight figure people, they're prepared. Mm-hmm. They're ready. And that's why he said, uh, let's get on a call tomorrow. And Steve Harvey wasn't like, let's. He's like, uh, they will get on a call with you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those are two most important things I learned just just being in that room. You know, the access and their preparedness for the next business deal or the, ne- or the next level. So stop walking up to entrepreneurs or high-level people and you're not ready. I have, and I'll show you this off- offline, I have Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Hardaway's, um, Anthony Hardaway's phone number, mm-hmm. right? He used to play for Orlando Magic, coach of the, Memf- of the Memphis University. I have his phone number. I have Allen Iverson's phone number. Mm-hmm. I, why she took it? Why she gasped? She gasped. It. <laughs> she gasped. I have Alan Iverson's phone number, right? I have um, Stephen Jackson's phone number. I have mm-hmm. Matt Barnes. I have these people's phone number. Yeah. I'll show you the text message. Mm-hmm. I don't hit them up. Yeah. For what? Yeah. What am I telling these eight-figure people? Hey, bro, you want business credit? Yeah. What are you talking about? When it's a high-level conversation, yo, bro, we putting together this hotel situation in Atlantic City. We're raising funds. Here's the prospectus. I'll email it to your team. That's it. Right? It's a different conversation. I'm not wasting their time. Yeah. I'm not asking Allen Iverson, can I pick your ear? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have his manager's phone number too. Right? Like, hey, God, hey, bro. I wouldn't even call Allen. I would call his team. Like, hey, bro, like, can you, you go to Allen? Maybe this might be worth it to you. Right. Hey, I'm about to. So, like, when we, when we went to Steve Harvey, right? I didn't hit up Steve Harvey. Hey, Steve Harvey Foundation. I would love to mentor the 200 boys that you have at your house every year. We would love to have you. And then when I got there, I gave them even more value because of the 200 people that were there, students that were there, 18 of them were 18 years older. So I was like, all right, let me give these 18 people an LLC. Right? I gave value once I was there. Right. Guess what happened? Everybody was like, who is this still giving up? Right? I bet you're not going to forget me. 
Mm-hmm. I bet you they're going to be like, yo, Steve, don't forget Herman. That dude, when he came and he spoke, not only did he give value, but he gave tangible things. Right. And I was like, you, all you going to be part of my mentorship program. We're going to give you access to that. That's it. Because I'm giving you this LLC. By the time everybody's 20 years old, everybody's going to have access to $50,000. Right? So I'm giving, I'm giving value. That'll be the third room. I'm giving value to the room that are eight, nine figure people. They're like, yo, I could, I could use that, Herman. I appreciate it. When go. I'm in the room. So what's the value you're going to give to the person that's at the next level? Crazy. Right? So when somebody comes to me, I, I I love the mentorship. There's a couple people that are lucky enough. Like, give me your phone number. I'll call you. Right. Sometimes, yo, bro, just, just go to the mentorship because you're asking me entry-level questions that are in the mentorship. Right. For $900. Just go get it. And then when you're ready to go to the next level, the next level is the 10K. Right. Then we have another level after that. So when you're ready to go to the next level, then you're going to go to the next level. So now when I'm ready to go to the 10-figure situation, because I, I, I say a lot, I want to leave my kid a billion dollars, um, I got to be able to give value to the next level that's above me. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's what I can offer you. That's something you're interested in. And then they'll tell me, and listen, the, the 100 millionaire guy, his crumbs are... One two million dollar place, you know right. that, right? Yeah. Yo, you know what you should do? You should buy this stock. You should do this situation. That's my man right there, right? He'll uh, he'll change your situation, right? Just like when I was in with Atia, proximity to power. Atia was like, yeah, you need to go talk to Danielle. I'm like, oh, okay. Crazy. It's a little jump right there when it's you're in the, when you're in the proper room. Crazy. If, if not, just shut up. Don't bother people. That's it. <laughs> right. That's go. it. You actually, first off, that was that was definitely very, very heavy, especially, like I said, for a lot of people that are trying to get to that seven figure. And, and you know, if you're already at that seven figure, that eight figure level, but you actually jumped ahead to what my next question was going to be, because I see a lot, even listening to you speak now, I see a lot of the things that you're doing right now. My next question to you is going to be like, do you want to be a billionaire? And you kind of... A billionaire? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So then, <laughs> but now my question is like, because I feel like... In this day and age, especially of social media, everyone's talking about like, you know, seven, eight, nine figures. For you personally, why? Not saying that, you know, this is not, of course, billion, billion fucking dollars, but mm-hmm. like, why for you personally, do, would you, do you want to become a billionaire? Number one, for vanity reasons. Look at this. Look at me. <laughs> for vanity reasons. The number one reason for vanity reasons. Mm-hmm. Number, number two, I want to be the first Haitian billionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to leave my kids that money because okay. it's, it's, um, it's generational money and it's cultural change mm. right i can i can i can influence a lot with a billion dollars right like i can shift certain things with a billion dollars right um and steve harvey is one of the things he taught me he was like yo listen shoot for the go crazy anybody can make 10 million anybody can make 100 million a lot of people did that very few people i think like 5000 people there's 5000 billionaires on the planet so if I'm shooting for five, for a billion dollars mm-hmm. and I trip and I just don't get there before I die, bro, I pr- I'm probably at half a billion. I'm probably right. at 700 million. Not bad. I did, I did okay. Not bad. And then my daughter's going to hear me saying this for the next 50 years. My mm-hmm. dad was trying to be a billionaire. My dad was trying to be a billionaire. Guess what she's going to try to do? Go ahead be and a billionaire. And she has a, a 20, 30-year head start in watching her father do it. And she has half a, mil- half a billion dollars. To try to get there, right? So it's something that can be possible. Either I'm going to do it or my children are going to do it, right? So where we reach for goals that sound crazy. So my other man, shout out to my brother Eric. He was like, yo, we're going to buy the Sixers one day. Come on. So every move we make is to buy a billion dollar business, right? So I'm not doing little things, Mm -hmm. right? I'm doing bigger things. I'm trying to buy a billion dollar business. So things I'm doing now have to make me 
60, 50, 100, a million dollars because mm-hmm. I need to leverage that cash with my credit to buy the Sixers one day, mm-hmm. right? I probably won't buy the Sixers. I probably buy a hockey team that's worth less than that, but I got a hockey team. We, got got we, you a hockey You team. got a team? I don't no. have a team. All right, then. I got a team, <laughs> right? And then that's, that's a legacy situation right there. So um, I, I shoot for the stars. I have crazy goals that are outrageous, mm-hmm. right? Because you'll be surprised that the goals that you set for yourself are low because you're scared. Fact. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, one of my goals was my dream car was my Corvette. Mm-hmm. I didn't even buy it. My wife bought it. And I look at the car, and I'm like, damn, I got a Corvette. What now? Yeah. What am I going to buy now? Right? What's the next level after you get your dream car? Once you reach your goals, what then? Right. Right? So I want to pick something that my brain cannot fathom mm-hmm. is real. Right? I know how I'm going to get to a billion dollars, right? Mm-hmm. But I know it's going to take work to get there. It's going to take next level situations, right? It's still a pipe dream, right? I think once you trip into $100 million, you could, all right, I figured out $100 million. I just got to do this 10 more times, mm-hmm. right? You can invest your way to it. You can buy businesses. You can lever, lever, leverage relationships to get to a billion dollars or be part of a billion-dollar business. Like, hey, Mar, like, let's partner up. Hey, Alan, now I could call these guys. Mm-hmm. Let's go buy the Sixers, mm-hmm. right? So we could be part of a billion-dollar business on whatever that looks like. So I, I think and I dream big because I might trip into it. Might just trip into it. What a, mm-hmm. what a bar, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. What a bar. Listen. As we begin to as we begin to start to wrap this thing up, you definitely gave from the business funding to business structure and just the mindset and just the overall understanding of the journey of going from that five to six, six to seven and seven to eight figure and beyond level. There's somebody who's watching this episode right now. There's somebody who's listening to this episode right now with a story that's damn near identical to yours, not for where you are now, but for where you were. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a social worker that's watching this episode right now. Mm -hmm. There's somebody who also has a kid on the way, right? Like you did a couple years ago and they're like, all right, what's next? What now? What do I need to do to go ahead and get to that next level? They know they want to get to that next level, but there's that glass ceiling. There's something there that they got to, they need their, that missing piece to go ahead and crack that code, to crack that ceiling, go ahead and get to uh, that next level of their life. For that individual that's listening, so we can go ahead and close this thing out, what would you say to them so that they know, okay, I got it, it's go time? So, it's going to sound cheesy. It's all right. Right? So, because it, it almost sounds offensive. Because I, I have this thing. Um, it's called the other side of I do. Right? I'm so When I talk to married people, single people say a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, we do. Oh, we when do. I get married, I ain't going to. Oh, really? Right? I call it I call it the other side of I do. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Or like people that don't have kids. I'm not going to let my kid have an iPad. You have no children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. Facts. Right? So when I talk to entrepreneurs or people who are not on this side of the conversation, I sound crazy to them. Yeah. Right? So you know how we be putting stuff on Instagram. Yeah, get $100,000 in funding. Yeah. And people in the comments, that it's cap. It's not that easy. Mm-hmm. We're not speaking the same language. I'm speaking rich. I'm speaking wealthy. I'm speaking next generation. Of course, it sounds scam- like scamish to you because we're not speaking the same language. You and I are Haitian, right? Yes, we are. So there's people watching right now that don't know what we just said. Mm-hmm. That's because we're not talking the same language, mm. right? So when I'm talking entrepreneur, money, credit, it sounds scammy to you because what? We're not speaking the same language. We're not at the same level. It wasn't meant for you. Mm-hmm. Those who were there to receive it, received it. So to my entrepreneurs who are trying to push through, I'm talking to you because everybody's not going to get it. Push through, 
Nobody cares. Work harder. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. My parents, our parents are immigrants. They did not speak English, bro. Facts. And look at the children that they produce. Come on now. Right? We're children of immigrants. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing people who have been born into a certain situation, right? People who are born in the hood and all that. Yo, it's hard. It was, I, I get it. But we can do it. Mm -hmm. You can do it. There's too much free information out there for you to make a couple dollars. You're not willing to put the work into it. Mm. Right? There's access to free information that can make you $100,000. And it's no and I know this is an oppressive system. Mm -hmm. I know that it is meant for us to be slaves mentally, financially. I know that. I see it. Right. But I'm trying to tell you that it is possible. There you go. Right? There's too many people that too many of our hue that have come here that have made it. I should have never seen it. If I didn't see it, I know it couldn't have been done. Once I saw it, I was like, okay. So this is why I say it's, it's cheesy because I'm like, yo, it all begins with your mindset. You have to change your mindset. Either it's going to happen like Neo says. Either it's going to happen or it's going to happen. I have no other opportunity. I have no other choice. And your tongue is a powerful weapon. Right. Right. I can't. I don't know how to. I, I switch it. No, you can. You just don't know how to. Now I'm going to show you how to. Because once I show you how now the responsibility is yours. Yeah. And some people don't want to take that responsibility as somebody else's excuse. Facts. I did a video not too long ago. Not too long ago. I was like, hey, I found a credit union that is better than Navy Federal. It's called Apple Credit Union. You're going to have to, in order to get into it, you're going to have to donate to these two charities. Bro, I need you to go back to that video and look at the comments. <laughs> right? Why do I need to donate? How, how do I get into the... And I leave those comments on red. Bro, I, I was like, listen, you're going to donate to these two charities. It's in the caption below. My people don't read. Yeah. <laughs> burn, I, burn me up. Right. Right? But, oh, you're gatekeeping the information. You're not responding to me. I'm not going to respond to you. Mm -hmm. I said in the caption, yeah. you're going to donate to one of these two people and you're going to get access to the information. Mm -hmm. You don't want to pay for the access to the information. You don't want to read. And you don't want to execute on the information. You want it given to you. And we're talking to grown people. Right. I have two children. Come on That's now. That's it. Cool. Marv, I had a great time here, bro. Man, you should, I'm, bring, you should I'm, bring me back, bro. We're going to have to do a part two. Part we're gonna, two, 100%. We're going to have to do a part two, man. Right. Because when I, I'm closer to the 100 million or the 10 million, no, we gotta I got to come back. We got to go. First of all, I got to tell you how it went. Yo, before, before we bring you back, you t tell me how you did it so I can do it too. Yeah, tell me how you did it so I can do it too. Don't be gatekeeping. Yeah, don't be gatekeeping. Don't be gatekeeping. Call me. But no, I would definitely, definitely, I mean, like I said, I'm extremely appreciative of your time and you just coming on here and just giving the game. Business funding was just a, 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 small, a small percentage, small snippet of, it. of yeah, yeah. what I wanted to make sure that we talked about here. You know, I have a tremendous level of respect for you and everything that you've done for me and for others as well. So thank you so much. Absolutely. For those who want to stay in touch with you, want to keep up to date, you know, you talked about you have some programs coming up, whether you want to use our camera, your camera, whoever. Talk a bit about where they could find you and some of the things that you have coming up. So you can find me um, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok as Haitian underscore ceo across all those platforms a lot of scam pages so please be careful haitian right. underscore ceo you follow the personal page there you can follow the business page bella underscore sloan underscore enterprises check out our youtube page bella sloan enterprises where we drop these gems um all the time so you guys get free information that'll put you in position for the win um yeah we the, the mentorship is amazing um we have we partner with great people because i'm not an expert in it in any and everything but we have great people that show you how to get your credit together, show you how to get the funding. And once you get the funding, what? because people like, like we didn't kind of get to this, but once you get the money, what do you invest in? 
so people don't know what to invest in. So I always tell investing yourself is the best ROI. So, you know, we got the Airbnbs in there. We got real estate. We got tour. We got those little things that you can start something with. Mm-hmm. And um, so th- the mentorship is going to be great. We got the VIP day where you spend the day with me. Wow. Um, and then we got next level mentorships where we show people how to become the funder. Mm. Teach people how to become funding and charge your commission for that. And um, it, it's amazing. And we got next level things about how we're going to be able to help you structure your shelf corp so that you can get fifty to two hundred thousand dollars in funding for that. So that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting. We got great things coming and I can't wait to continue to show people how to make money and how to impact people around them, whether it be themselves or their family. I'm super excited about it. I'm even more excited. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And for everyone who's watching, I'm excited for you because you just got game on top game. of game on top of game. game. And if you haven't already, what are you doing? Listen, take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now. Just go ahead and slap that like button. Show this episode some love. Tap in with my guy, Herman, for any and all things business funding. Um, and I appreciate y'all, man. Uh, and as always, I'm Marvin Francois. This is Herman Dulce. Actually, let me use this camera. I'm Marvin Francois. This is Herman Dulce. Y'all have been good. We've been great. This has been amazing. And as always, thank you and God bless. We are out of here. Peace. Talk to you soon.